Hello there, welcome to Alternative Talk Africa. If you are new here, this podcast is created to discuss minority issues, technology, advocacy, and humanist principles. Kindly subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast, whether on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and the rest. Um, so it's been a while already, <laughs> and I apologize for taking five months off, but as you might all know, uh, COVID hit. And it hit the whole world and it shook a lot of economies including mine um, i was busily trying to salvage my little startup a digital agency that i started earlier in the year anyways i'm back with a new episode on rape and consent yes <laughs> we can't seem to have enough of it and that's because we haven't scratched the surface yet i spoke earlier with two members of an advocacy group called epicurea ghana over a bottle of wine and the best jollof in town I'd first of all apologize if we spoke at her peaks. We were pretty excited. Now let's get on the interviews. Yeah. I'm here with Yaira and Joshua from Epicurea Ghana. Um, so what is Epicurea Ghana about? So we are from Epicurea Ghana, which is a non-governmental organization that focuses mainly on the welfare of society and we have embarked on a few projects and now we are embarking on an anti-sexual harassment campaign which is directed at all victims so it's not just women and children it's also men it's also people of all genders all sexualities from all walks of life religion everything every demographic actually that is at risk every kind of victim okay thank you so much um Hi, you're welcome. so a little background about you Yaira. um I am a Ghanaian Ewe woman. Uh, I recently finished the UST. And yeah, that's about it. Joshua. And Joshua. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, am I Ghanaian? Yeah, I'm Ghanaian. <laughs> um, I consider myself half Ghanaian, half Russian. Oh, okay. Yes, oh. but um, by blood, I'm Ghanaian. Yeah, okay, but by spirit, I'm Russian. <laughs> no, I mean, I personally like to identify as Russian, really, because I, I like their culture and the way they yeah, they practice like, their politics, and I like their history, the really. Yeah. I don't know about the best, but <laughs> when, when I read when when I read the okay, I didn't read it. I listened to uh, the the history of Russia. Really, it, it's very fascinating. They don't tend to conquer people. They like the whole freedom thing oh so, yeah yeah if not yeah. for uh that's annoying guy what's his name the mongolian guy Genghis Khan Genghis Khan no, 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 like they would have to hear over all places, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah I, I personally like russian history and i yeah. and i personally i would love to be a russian but i'm not so oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you can drink enough vodka for us to initiate you, but you have to be recording how much vodka you are drinking. When it okay. reaches the right levels, we will see, we'll when see I... how much we can initiate you. <laughs> I, I'm not too sure I'll be able to drink this vodka. I'm not too sure I'll be able to drink this vodka. I'm currently holding flat vodka and I'm not sure I can drink it. So I'm not too sure um, I, I can be a Russian. But then, yeah, but <laughs> I would like to. Maybe I, I should get married to one. That's the only way out. Mm. That's another option. 
Yes. So, um, back to Epicurial Ghana. Yeah. Epicurial. Why Epicurial? Why? Where did where the name come from? So, Epicurial means aid from above, and when we sort of bring it down to our level, it's just basically bringing help to our society. That's what we want to do, and. As I stated earlier, our project, it's called Break the Silence. We want to get people talking about sexual harassment and especially rape. We don't want people shying away from conversations like that because it mostly just does more harm than good. You get me? True. And we want to break the silence. We want to get everybody talking. We want to get victims to be able to come out, all kinds of victims especially, to come out. We want to get... Um, law enforcement, all the authorities and, you know, just society to talk about these things more than we have right now. Okay, but who founded it and how did it come about? Like, I want to get that bit well. So, um, our founder is Pearl, Pearl She founded this organization some years back and we've been embarking on other projects. We recently went to distribute um, PPEs to uh, a community somewhere just near Ibri. So we um, sensitize them on COVID and how to protect themselves. We give them the sanitizers and nose masks and all the things they need in the Victoria buckets to protect themselves and all that. To the uh, what's it called? Precautionary measures to take precautionary measures. Where did Joshua come in? So, when we started the Break the Silence project, we put out the information that we needed people, volunteers to come. Mm-hmm. So we worked with them and yeah, he came to join. He was interested because he also believes in our aim, our goal. And since he was serious, I just picked him as my assistant coordinator. Yeah. So that makes you the coordinator then? Yeah. I am the coordinator for the project. Consent? Yeah. <laughs> Consent. Consent and sexual harassment. If you wonder why I'm hmm. laughing, we're having some discussions off camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some very so, interesting ones. So, I don't know. Uh, Joshua, what do you have to say about consent? Because for me, I feel like consent, consent is problematic. Like, the reason being that we don't talk to women as much. Uh, I was telling Yara recently that I started listening to a female podcast. And it's not just like random females. These are like experts. These are like psychologists, scientists, people who have the data and have done the research. What's the name of podcast? Ask a woman. Ask a woman. Okay. Yeah. On Spotify. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so... They mostly talk about a lot of things relating to women and yeah. how males relate to women and how females also see men. You know, I think recently I listened to a podcast about beards, like <laughs> about <laughs> about how most of them actually don't like the whole baby beard thing. But you know, on social media, like it's a culture, so a lot of people feel like, oh, me pet guy with beards. But in reality, they just want something more. Like it, it yeah, gets, it gets prickly at some point. It's not <laughs> yeah. exactly very comfortable, but. Yeah. It is nice to look at. Yeah, it's nice to look at, but when you have the guy in the <laughs> end, you, you, 
you you start to tell him to trim it down and stuff yeah it becomes an issue because i know a lot of guys who are like the whole huge beard thing all over the place but once they get a girl the girl starts to tell them that charlie go shave that <laughs> if you're stressed yeah but so i mean i i learned a lot from it and there was a podcast on consent like they said okay. a whole lot and that one they did a whole series on it. i think a 10 episode series on it oh, wow. it was amazing like i learned a lot from a female's point of view rather than like listening to males and i also told you about how i went to a boys school and a boys home yeah. in uni and the thing is the thing about boys is that some guy can come and say something mm-hmm. about a lady and we assume we fair to other women. all other women because you assume that's how women are and you know some guys are sort of authority on certain subjects we, we assume they are you know because they have lots of women so <laughs> So they might end up telling us that Charlie, it be so women do. I don't know whether you saw this video on WhatsApp. Like some girls like Charlie, they eat your woman on the regular. Like, I don't know if you saw that video. It was like on the regular. It be something day. Like, and, yeah. And people believed it. They were like, yeah, it be something day, Charlie. So Just I think. Just because it happened to a few people. Yeah, right so. Okay. And you know, there are a lot of problems like that. So I feel like consent is something that needs to be hammered a lot. You know, even for me, I, I'm still learning. So, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know um, what you'd have to say about consent. Yeah, I think you said you said much. So it's basically uh, something that, as a society, we need to work towards in terms of um, the way we establish it and the way we um, project it to other people. So I think when we we're having our discussion, I was talking about the fact that. Um, we have a lot of notions about consent which needs to change Um, a lot of people for instance legally consent can be explicit or implied right (coughs) but what we consider as implied consent needs a lot of work because a lot of guys what they consider as implied consent is far from what it actually is what it actually is Yeah. yeah so you know some of those things as a society we actually need to talk about it this is why we we lovely. Uh, I'm not. I was not part of the people who named it, but they, they, they named it "Break the Silence," which which was 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 something that was very 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 true because what we need is to talk about a lot of things. Uh, we need to get it out there in the space. People should understand that these things are not what we see as if it's so a day. That's actually not how it is, and we have to change our ideas. So I think that you know, we can say so much about consent. Like we can say so much. There are so many, like you were saying, there are so many gray areas. Yeah. There are some really black and white areas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, there are all those 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 little little bits. Um, one of my favorite things about consent, favorite videos about consent. If anybody wants to watch it, there's a video out there on the internet which likens consent to tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually same, same thing that was said on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like it's it's sort of it, it captures captures everything. every single thing. Yeah. So if somebody don't want, doesn't want tea, don't give them tea. Like it's basically that. And mm. if you can understand that, what the, the video ends by saying, if you can understand it in the context of tea, then you should understand it in the context of sex. Cause yeah, yeah. So it's it's just something that we need to teach. We teach the young girls, we teach the young boys. Because um, this is not a blame or anything, but some of society's cultures also help to shape the ideas that boys create. So, an example that's often used is a guy will say, Oh, but girls are like that, they want you to. They will say no, but they actually mean yes. And it's not the fault of a lot of ladies, it's just the way society conditions us. So society tells ladies, Well, if you eagerly say yes, 
means you are cheap. Yeah. Mm. If you legally <laughs> say yes, then you two you yeah. are something else. So the no lady more. has to hide and behave like she doesn't like it, which okay. opens, which creates a great area, which actually shouldn't be there. Yeah. Because it's actually be easy for the lady to say, okay, I want this. Come on, let's do it. Or nah, this thing is not for me. I don't want it. And it, it ends there. But because that cultural element is there that says, uh, don't be too eager, don't don't be outspoken. Then people start, okay, let me, if you want it, you persist. And then guys also start thinking, oh, she wants me to persist. And then there's this whole gray area we talk about, which actually shouldn't exist at all. So it's some of those things that we need to talk about. Okay, okay, I agree. So, so talking of gray areas, so most ladies, okay, so I, I actually got into a fight with a lady about this right uh-huh. she went to a guy's place and um the guy raped her basically but the reason she allowed a guy to do that was because she was at the guy's place and she told me that well she shouldn't have been there in the first place so she knew what she signed up for and i was like well but did you want it and she was like no and i was like then you were raped and she was like no i wasn't raped because i knew what i was signing up for like i'm in a guy's room and i shouldn't have been there in the first place i was like no that shouldn't have been the case if you don't want it and you got it yeah. then it's rape it's not something you consented to so i don't know maybe yeah you can speak more to this <laughs> so consent consent borders mainly on the willingness of somebody to do something to give you permission mm-hmm. or to even do anything so um <clears throat> when you go to a guy's place and you're not willing to do it whether you were there or not or whatever once you're not willing to do it if he takes advantage of you he has raped you if you agree to it based on the fact that yes you're in his house or whatever it's still a form of coercion which happened not from the guy but mainly our societies i'm sure we get a lot of our older generations telling us that a man and a woman shouldn't be in a room together because this is how men are and it sort of validates that behavior because if I come to my friend's place just to hang out and, you know, spend time with my friend, it shouldn't be cause for him to do anything to me if I don't want to. If I want to do it, I will definitely be open to it. So if he tries anything, I would welcome him. But if I reject him just because I'm in his house, shouldn't be a reason for him to do anything or proceed. Do you understand me? So it's it's really it's really something that our society as joshua was saying conditions us so you hear um there was this um video from sydney talk about the whole a girl coming to this place at night and, and i was talking about it with an older person and they were saying that at that time of the night what are you expecting that shouldn't be the response because if i am stranded in a neighborhood where a male friend of mine lives I should, if I feel like, okay, this is my friend, I can come there and, you know, pass the night and then go home the next morning, then he shouldn't take advantage of me. If he does, he has coerced me in a way. Because if I don't agree to having sex with him there, he's going to throw me out in the streets and I'm stranded. Do you you see the, the whole issue? So it's just based on willingness and then being taken advantage of. That's that's mainly it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it comes down to uh, our humanity and our empathy. You know? yeah. um, it's it's constantly about if and this is in general, not only about sexual assault, but just basically as humans. If somebody is vulnerable in your presence, um, taking advantage of the person should be the very last thing that should come to your mind. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think as humans in general, we should learn that thing to allow people to be vulnerable. If somebody mm-hmm. is vulnerable, your first instinct as a human should be to protect them, to make them yeah. feel, to make them feel, yes, okay, you are vulnerable, but you've got people who've got your yeah. back. That should be the very first thing. Um, it's unfortunate that a lot of guys take a lady's vulnerability mm-hmm. as an opportunity to do, to do stuff. And yeah. I think that's also another thing that we, we have to work on. Because it's funny, and you are a guy, so I can tell you that, that you know that your guys, if you, your guys hear that, that some lady came to bed here because some distant lady was here, and then you say, oh, nothing happened. That's, oh, my God, you slack like that. You, you know, guys do yeah, it happens. Thing. Yeah, it happens you, a lot. Guys do exactly, and it's, it's so weird. Yeah, so it happens. Miss, I get some for house. Somebody came to live with me for a while. Like, the, it was needed. The person actually needed a place to stay. Yeah. And the person was with me for a while, but like we we're just friends, so all, all respect was given. But the person was with me for a while. People in my house assumed that Charlie. You hoping? Like that's my wife. Ah, like some people used to tell me like. Wifey did and things like, <laughs> hey, I, I, I didn't want to take the time to like question it. Yeah. But you see, that part of our society needs a lot of work. You see, because yeah. there's this whole assumption. Um, it is okay. It's even in a way, it's not okay, but it's it would have been okay if people just assume and leave it at that. But this further step is taken where, for example, if you're a guy and you go and try and and say, oh no, nah, she just lives with me. Everybody start be like, ah, you are John, oh, like. Yeah, you like it's it's pure respect that you respect yeah. somebody like that and like you somebody has to come and say because I get that thing a lot. I have a lot of female friends. Oh yeah, like somebody say like my body pop them, then go someplace, somebody almost rape them. Like it doesn't make sense because it makes you feel like what the hell is going on? But then even you know, also as a guy, if you have female friends that don't feel comfortable spending time with you for even prolonged hours then it means that there's something off about you yeah because if i notice maybe this guy has rapey instincts let's say i'm here with you alone and we were playing music and then you start you know coming close and trying things like and you know very well i wouldn't be comfortable with that because we do not have that rapport if you start something like that i definitely wouldn't want to hang out with you or even try to spend the night here you you get it so it's it's really it's really really great though but if a girl comes to your end and you want to try something you could try respectfully this i stand to be corrected on this though you could try respectfully and if she shoots you down please do not proceed. Take your L like yes. that. Yes. <laughs> I think even, your front and I think even before a visit, I think it should be really yeah. clear. If so, if you want somebody to visit you, there might there might be times you are interested in somebody, but the visit is not for their interest. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are interested in somebody, but you just want to, you want to see the person. Yeah. Let us stay at that. But if you've developed interest to some point where you feel like, well, I want this person to come to explore certain things, I think you should let the person know before you yeah, invite you the person. Yeah, you communicate. You know, the, the, we call it setting match. Lo- sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah low key. Yeah, like, like, drop some like, things, even, you know. Sometimes not even low key, like high key. Yeah. Because, you, see, you know, you see, it's so, it's very, very easy to miss, to, to miss Misinterpret it. things, because yeah. Because I, I have had this experience before where you get close to somebody 
get really close to the person. Like I'm sure other guys have the experience. Like you get really close to somebody and then they you are flowing for your mind inside there. You think say, oh, like this thing there. If it this way, then like your mind there. Then you tell the person, the person like, oh no, I don't see you like that. And then you are so shocked. Like, but how? So it's very often that you misinterpret people's signals because we're not in people's heads. Yeah. Somebody can like really really like you, but on shut down home, sir. Perfect. Do you get it? Somebody can really. Oh yeah, like I mean you can click with somebody. Yeah, well, really, really click with you, but the person doesn't see you in that way. on that level. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, even when you're so having. It's very, very important for us to like understand that. And people also also need to understand that if you are a guy and a lady clicks with you, it doesn't necessarily mean send it as a lady has clicked with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah. You, you know, see, sometimes we just need friends. That's all. And yeah. even when you're having the conversation about these things. Like when you're having this sexual conversation with a person and then uh, she's not very responsive or she herself, you, so you, you, you yourself, you realize that now, maybe some of the guys call it the girl is doing long, but sometimes she's genuinely not interested in you in that way. And for me, even if you do long, that's it for me. Like, I don't know. For me, yeah. I don't want any. Oh yeah. It's, I don't yeah. know. Like, so, so, so uh, most of my guys always call me John for some of these things. Because oh, no, 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 if you no, no, give no. me the wrong signal, pe- you that is it. Yeah. So <laughs> even that's it has never bothered me. No, because like growing up from like between sixteen and eighteen, around that age, I got that from my friends a lot. But it was for actions that then and now in hindsight, I thought I was in the right. So at a point in time, like I lost any sort of attachment to that word. If you mention it, I don't care because I realized that what they consider as John it doesn't make sense to me personally. Okay. Um. I made mistakes then in the sense that at that time I assumed that okay maybe like what they are thinking is normal but for me it doesn't make sense so that is my way but some of those tendencies were actually repeat tendencies that you should have been able to call out your friends and say Charlie if you behave this in one this day, way it doesn't yeah. make sense yeah. at that time I didn't do those things but for me personally I made it lose all sort of because Charlie hey I don't really like because yeah, you do I, those I things and Charlie our guys today should get comfortable with being called John by their friends if your your guy calls you John for respecting a woman, you should call him out that you that you want me to do the opposite of what I did. It is a rapey tendency or it is something wrong. You get it. We should be able to tell these the, your friends should you or you and your friends should be able to have that conversation. Because the word John is not going to grow on your forehead. It's not going to be etched on your body anywhere. Your friend calls you that, yeah, it will hurt your feelings, but in a, it, you know everything starts from our minds and if you train yourself to be immune to it just like Joshua has grown out of that word, and if you can call him John for whatever reason, it will not, it will not touch him. That's it. Because ah, because you see, not everybody will develop their thick skin. Yeah. Okay. Somebody goes one time, shows respect, comes out and say, no, that's not. You see how like I was saying, like because as a guy, young guy, you respect certain people. Yeah. that this person knows more about sex, yeah. about how ladies are. The person says, oh, you fool. Ah, like you go, I go play John. Ladies, that's not how they are. Ladies are like this. And it changes certain people. Yeah. Some yeah, people start being respectful. Somebody goes in the air and the next time, Charlie, oh, don't blame Charlie. What does that happen, Charlie? The thing must happen. So that when they go back, they will not be told that they were what they, they were done. Yeah. So it's not everybody that can train themselves to become immune to it. Yeah. So we have to change the whole society yeah. itself. That, yeah. that thing That's has to stop. Yeah. And I think we also need to just come to terms with the fact that everybody is different. It's not one size fits all. Today, you may meet a girl who likes ABC. You may meet another girl who may like only A, she doesn't like the B and the C. And she's also a girl. It doesn't mean anything, just the fact that they are two different women. 
So whatever experiences you had with one woman where maybe she wanted you to beg, she 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 wanted so many other things or she allowed some things, it doesn't mean that the next woman will or the next will. The next might, the next might not. It's it's so many different women. So that generalization that women are like this, men are like this should stop. Mm-hmm. It, it would help in men inferring some behaviors and traits on other women because just like um a girl the girl you spoke about who thought because she was in the guy's house it, it was valid for him to rape her somebody else does not think that way and mm-hmm. if you do anything to a girl like that she would report you and people would ask her what were you doing there i went to see my friend for whatever reason and when she reports you and maybe she has the resources you will go to jail just because you thought yeah she's in my house i can't do anything to her unlike the other girl who has been socialized to think that just because you are in a guy's house, he has the right to do anything to you. So mm-hmm. does that mean that people should not have friends who will come around and even hang out? You know, that's, <laughs> that's the a problem. Yeah. And it makes me feel weird when when most ladies say that they can't stay at my end. Even when I was on campus, like they're like, oh, it's getting late, too. Oh, I want to leave. Why? Because I'm in a guy's to, room. And I'm like, yo, like, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> What's up? Yeah, like. You know, so I, I sometimes feel insulted when it's not like you just want to go home. But the main reason why you are leaving is because I'm a guy. You know, like, yeah, what's up? Like, so I don't know. It, it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable because, yeah. I mean, I used to go to ladies' room. And I stay there. I don't mind. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, you, okay, well, in most cases, women don't rape men. Even though there are cases that women rape men, but you knew that okay, I go to a girl's room. What can she do to me? She can't do anything to me because that's a that's. I don't even think about general, that at all. Exactly. Like, it doesn't but then come with up a girl, a we, we as girls, we don't even have the luxury not to even consider the fact that I'm in this guy's room and his roommates might just vanish, and then I'm here alone with him and he will do something to me. You know, like that's you see because we've been made to think men men in general. This is how they are. Why? Because of maybe the behavior of a number, just a few that people have met or the people we were in contact with. Just like men to have that same thing where they feel like women are like this, women are like Just because you met an older guy or your friend who has met so many other women and he thinks that's how all women are. That's the whole thing. And it is very, very, very wrong. One more thing that also irks me when it comes to consent. Is the fact that people term dressing as consent? No, I think that's like the worst of all, like all the other reasons that oh. are there. That's like the worst I've ever heard of. Because, like, <laughs> why should dressing be any form of consent? Exactly. So, as a girl, I decide not to wear a bra. And as human beings, men, women, all the other genders, we have nipples. Aside those who don't have a. So yeah, as a girl. I decided not to wear a bra. And as human beings, we all have nipples. Aside the people who didn't get them biologically or people who had them surgically removed, we all have nipples. And the weather, whatever, for whatever reasons, my nipples may stand. And because somebody sees it, he thinks I'm asking for it. What about the fact that I'm probably feeling hot or bras are uncomfortable? You know? Because we get a lot of people who say stuff like, if you wear a short skirt, it means you're asking for it. Sometimes you just want fresh air. You know, it's, it shouldn't even be reason. Whether my I think <laughs> George Callen made it even very simple. It was like, what if it's an older person that you were not interested in? If she's wearing a short skirt, would you wear it? Would you even think that way? <laughs> you, you know, know? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs>
Wow, welcome back from the break. Um, so we discussed several case scenarios. Um, let's just jump into it. So yeah, people actually want it. That's why they go for it. It's not because of what you're wearing. Yeah, it has nothing like because those kinds I don't of people, like hearing those kind of arguments because when people say that, I'm like, dude. Those, those kinds of people tend to make 20. other people think that because the person is wearing that, mm-hmm. they're asking for it. But then, let's think about it. You go to a shop or you see a shop and things are on display. Mm-hmm. They're not caged in any glass or anything. Do you still take it and walk out? You have mm-hmm. to pay for it. You have to inquire about it. How much is this? So if you would do that to an inanimate object or a puppy or something, how different is it from a human being? Granted, I'm looking really sexy in whatever skimpy clothing or whatever indecent, in quotes, clothing I'm wearing. Why don't you come talk to me? You want to hit it? Come talk to me. Let's see if you will get to hit it. <laughs> if I will allow you or give you consent to hit. You, do, you see, do you see the difference? Because it's it's so much like even now you wear something, you're going out of the house and your parents now have to sort of scan you that no, 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 this one will cause trouble. And there are some of us that no matter whatever we wear, we still get the looks from men. We still get cut calls and we still all sorts of... Ugh. Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, Joshua... Like, uh, about guys so most guys out there actually buy into certain narratives right like mm. narratives like um if you're in the process and charlie you are banging the thing she has agreed to she has consented you are there wait wait one last thing i wanted to say we're not saying it's wrong to look mm-hmm. at somebody in whatever they are wearing or not wearing it is what you do after looking if it's Maybe sometimes the way you look is wrong <laughs> I, I, I no, I no, because I, I think I think that is something that so it's 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 a pet peeve. Yeah. But in recently recently I'm saying that and it always pisses me off. You know, they very often these videos come online, especially in Ghana here. You'd see a lady probably well endowed at the backside and then you see people following her, videoing yeah. her, shouting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I get I get that. No, that one's harassment. Yeah, yeah that's harassment. It's not only that some you know, somebody can look at you. And you become self-aware. Self-conscious, yeah, it's very true. But what, what's <laughs> the? <laughs> People have eyes. <laughs> okay, the, the perspective I'm coming from is for the fact that like we all have eyes. You will see somebody like oh, of that. Course. Okay, so let me use seeing, not looking, because when you look, it means that now you're putting your attention on it, your focus. So when you see somebody like that and you decide to continue looking, whatever you do after the looking, or even the looking you are looking, as Joshua noted. Is where the problem is. If you see a well-endowed woman, she's beautiful. You look, you go. You don't need to go and try to touch her. You don't need to cut call her or anything. She's beautiful, yes. You can tell her she's beautiful, but not in a sexual harassment way. There are ways to compliment somebody that yeah. would make them smile, it would even make their day. But you tell them some, you just say some, some very um, raunchy, derogatory comments. No, 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 no. That is where the problem starts from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> so, so, Joshua, so um, there's this narrative that guys buy into a lot that mm. when you're in the act, when someone has consented to the sex and you are in the act, 
uh, it implies that consent has been given and that is the end. Like you can go as long as you want. Um, and even when she says you should stop, when it gets to a point where she says stop, it, it, it's, it's a gray area. You know, in the sense that they're in a zone. Uh, what, what can you say to that? Well, um, I think this comes to the topic of our understanding of consent. And like you were saying, there's the idea that when consent has been given at any point in time, then that is it, like, you're signing the check, no, 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 no. And uh, that is a problematic idea. Because um, somebody can give consent in the morning and say, Charlie, this evening I'm coming, like, I'm coming, let's fire and the person comes in the evening and the person is not really feeling it and you should understand consent has been withdrawn um, that is this scenario is easier for people to understand but i think we have to understand clearly that consent is given in various stages and one stage is before another stage is during at every point in time like if you are in a mood with somebody and it's going and you are going you see the way you are saying in the beginning like you are firing the person is understanding you are also understanding at that point in time you are still giving consent as you go at any point in time if there is a decision to stop you have to stop. Now, the problem here is that most people feel like at that point in time, they've been taking too far to stop. Okay, so that's the argument guys make. Like, I'm a guy, man. Like, if I'm in that mood, I can't stop. But my question is always the same. If you are at that stage and fire breaks above your head, would you continue pounding? Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's the question I always mm. ask. Because saying you cannot stop seems to imply that there is this animalistic tendency yes sex is like the most base of our passions yes it's inflammatory all of that we know but we still have some form of control i mean let's take away fire let's say that okay fire is life-threatening so if fire pie for your head top and you stop pounding fire uh, we have understood that you stop for fire so let's consider something else if you were pounding your girlfriend in your father's house your room but your father's house and you hear a sound like your father's car would you stop so that's 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 another thing if you felt like um, the situation was not the best and you felt like you might be exposed would you stop now if you would stop for a life-threatening issue you stop for something that exposes you socially because your father will find out and you'll be in trouble. Mm. Why can't you stop for the person you are with who is not comfortable anymore? The basic respect. Okay, so we have to look at this at all those stages. And I think the issue is because the idea is that when content has been given to some stage, it's cruel for it to be withdrawn at a particular stage. But is it that's not the way it should actually be? You can... And I know people who have experiences where you've, you've pleasured somebody sexually. There, there was consent for everybody to pleasure everybody. You pleasure somebody, finish, the person says, I don't feel like going again. And they stop. Because that's how it is. The only thing is, you make your mind that this person, me and them, will not go, go that line again. <laughs> Did you understand? Yeah. But you have to respect that person. Because the person has a right at every point in time to withdraw consent. And we need to really understand that concept. That at every point in time somebody can say stop and i should stop because the moment we understand it the moment we have that basic understanding then in the process when somebody says stop our first instinct is not to say that 
my instincts are saying I should continue and there's blood in my penis so I have to continue camping. No. But we automatically understand that. Okay, stop. Something might be up. Sometimes somebody says stop not even because they want to stop the whole process. Sometimes somebody says stop because something is uncomfortable. Something something is... What could have been a simple stop? What's wrong? Oh, uh, I'm not comfortable with this. Let's shit like this or let's do like, let's do like this. You go, hey, but I'm pounding, I want to pound. Then you destroy the whole process. <laughs> you see? You destroy the whole thing. It's, it's just about understanding and respecting the people that we decide to go into. Because it's, it is basically another human being who yeah. has given you access to their body. Respect that it is still their body, not us. You know, yesterday there was this thread on Twitter. Um, I think Jeff Wells or something. He was he was posting screenshots of our fragility. Yeah, uh, boys talking about girls with you know vaginal odor and stuff. And it just brings mm-hmm. me back. It, it brought me back to this whole consent thing. So I think there were some of the guys who stated that they were about to give the girl head and uh, the odor that met their face. They just couldn't. Their dicks went limp. It is a form of withdrawing their consent. They couldn't. So some of them said they couldn't continue anymore. So now, in that situation, if the girl starts forcing you to do it, what happens? So you realize that the girl decide has decided not to respect the fact that you can't do it anymore. You've gone limp. You know, if the girl is forcing you and she still gets you on by stroking you or getting upset or something, you realize that. This is a very dicey issue here. So just as girls can withdraw consent, guys can also withdraw consent. And it's something I just want to put out there. And withdrawing consent is not just, it's not only going to be about um, the older thing. It could be so many things. You could get a text that will change your mood. You could, it, it could be so many different things, you know? Things going on in our minds, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, me, I want to say something. <laughs> I want ladies to understand that an erection is not consent. Yes, and wetness isn't consent either. Uh, you, yeah. For one of them, you have to go and feel to come and talk. But for the other one, it's clearly visible. And people, conf- <laughs> and people confuse. I'm not saying, no, like, I understand. Wetness is not consent in, in many ways. And I'll, I'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. But my problem with this is actually because I've increasingly found that a lot of ladies actually do not believe that guys have the right to deny them sex. That's actually true. Well, you know, I'm not trying to justify that. All I'm, what I'm about to say is just sort of a reason. So we've been made to think that guys are um, visual people. So I'm a gorgeous woman and I'm here to have sex with you and you are denying me. You, are, you, you can't see me. You know, that's, that's how it feels like for them. So it's more like... Oh, you're seeing all this. And what, so what is wrong with me? No, you must give me. Mina, I know I'm fine. And you, you've told me I am a fine woman. You will give me. You know, that's how it is. It's not justification for that, though. Yeah, I agree. It's, so, it's, it's, But, it's but you problem. see, the problem is that you are trying to undo certain cultures yeah. that are not helping us mm. anyway. And since we are talking of consent, that also comes in. Yeah. It's, it's it a comes huge And like, it's a huge problem for we, the guys. It's like, we can't even speak about it. <laughs> when he mentioned it, it was like, he was speaking to me. You know, so it just you goes, know, it goes back to... Because I've experienced this not once, several times. Yeah, and it's Like, there were times where I was just not... Charlie, you but they will ask you very funny questions that you can't even answer. Like, see, are why you, I was are you, in school? Do you have someone? Exactly. The brain things. It always makes you look like there has to be somebody. Sometimes you just don't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was, I, was, I was in school. Somebody woke me up at three a.m. one time. Eh? 
post to come and pick him up. I had to pick this thing and go and pick him up because he was his his girlfriend was off campus. Like she had her own hostel. And my man used to go sleep at the lady's place sometimes. Eh? The lady woke up like done like around two. The girl was like, she wants to like do the do. My man said, Oh no, nah, I'm not in the mood. The lady said, nah, you have to do the do. Else go to your house. <laughs> and she actually threw him out. She actually threw him out at 3 a.m. And my man had gone there because he was going to spend the whole weekend and he was like sort of like fetching the lady small small in terms of money and things. So but that was dry. He had to call for us to leave uh, a hostel, pick an Uber, go pick him up, bring him back to hostel at 3 a.m. Well what I said it was just basically going back to how our culture conditions us. No, so so like all those things becomes yes. like so you see that they fall in a gray area yeah. because a lot of ladies will be like, no, that would definitely never be anything. It will be a girl, and by all means, yeah. or maybe you like, just yeah. had sex with somebody is giving or you something. Like, yeah, some yeah, that's yeah. always the case. Like <laughs> me, fine like this. You sometimes listen. You know, <laughs> this this whole week, man, because I'm not myself. Like Charlie, I don't. Exactly. I'm thinking, baby, me and you. They can't stress me with the sex issue. Is and but like, and, and at that point, you don't even have like a defense, so you just have to give it like, Charlie, okay, you did. Exactly. <laughs> let's let's so, go ahead and do so, it. And that's the question. Yeah. So yeah. it brings us nicely into the question topic. Because so, that is question. It also goes the other way around too for the women. Just like you said, the whole week you haven't been yourself. It happens with the girls too. Yeah. And, like, and you know these guys sometimes they're like, eh, but I'm hard. You give me blue balls, and they are whipping on you. Some of them even actually go ahead to force you. A lot of people don't actually get blue balls. A lot of guys use blue balls. It's such a rare condition. It's so rare, like so commonly known. A lot of guys use blue balls. Look, let's be let's be honest. Let's be honest. Growing up as a guy, and we are guys. When you start getting 13, 14, you start getting erections. Sometimes you get some erections, be like you go fit get erection like 10 15 minutes, then you don't nothing then 10 15 minutes, then you fit get erection one hour. Like, like, and it's not like something triggering, sometimes it's just like naturally. Yes, they, yeah. And you know, as a guy, sometimes it happens as the, the weirdest places. You are sitting in class, class, you are talking about something else, and then before you realize, you get some mood that will not go away. It's, it just won't go away. Yeah. Those things never killed us. No, and, and, and it wasn't painful too. Like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> It was just uncomfortable because you don't want somebody to see yeah. and then you'll be pushing your shorts down and things but those things never killed us and I've never seen somebody like yes, it's blue balls is a condition, it happens but that thing is so rare that it's so weird that guys have turned it into this weapon to use to coerce ladies and it's it's, 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 it's extremely unfortunate because Charlie I mean how much is he, is he sex is nice now and there true but how many minutes of pleasure is it in the long run it unless you want to go on a marathon and you're mixing with other things because mm. I, I, I don't know but is it how many minutes of pleasure is it in, in the long run the, is, it, is, it, is it is it really worth some of the choices we make at times no, because because you know i mean come on so uh today you didn't get to do and uh, very often that's the weirdest thing very often of course, it happens in like rape situations. It happens in coercion situations where it's the first time they are seeing the person, or first time they are in that situation, etc. But very often, those who used to actually those who are in relationships, and it's the weirdest thing. Because there's somebody you are with. Like sometimes you fire somebody in the morning, in the evening, the person is not up to it, and you want to coerce them. Just you that five minutes fire. Like, you know, 
you know, it's, it's some of it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up exactly. You know, add up. Of course, we are here to talk about the like principles or all of that, but some of the general stuff too, we have to also talk about them because yeah. like it's life. And some of it doesn't add up. Some sometimes I don't get it. The thing there, as a guy, of course, I'm sure ladies also have the same thing. Probably ladies are even more sexual than us. But we are we, equally we just, no, 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 the thing is, they, they get more, to figure it out earlier. Yeah, ladies are actually so sometimes they, more. We, we, are more. we are not. We are not taught to restrain our sexuality. That's the problem. With yes, that. and we are taught see, to ladies restrain, are taught um, to restrain themselves and 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 be a bit. But I think almost every guy has that experience where. If you've gotten really free with the lady to some of some point, and you have that kind of relationship going on, you get to a point where you're starting, hey, asking this girl why? Like, I need to rest. Like, I need to rest. like every, every, every guy has had, every guy has that thing where, like, like you're lying, and then someone touches you, like, I hope this girl is not coming to do something because like, yeah, like, tell it, I, so when if a lady is liberated around you, you realize that Charlie, you are a kid crowd. The way you feel, say like it be you know. It over you. So, the question always comes because this always makes me think about it that we can restrain ourselves. You know, guys have been socialized to think that they don't have any responsibility for their sexuality, and I think it's wrong. You see, we've been we've been made to believe that uh, you are a guy. That's how guys are. So if you go and if you if you follow your dick to make wrong decisions, you are not really criticized. Like people people make jovial error mistakes about. People make jovial comments about, hey, like this guy, you go follow uh, Craig, see what he go do. But you don't really get real criticism. People yeah. very often chalk it to, that's how guys are. Remember, dear, men only think with their dicks. You know, yeah. the, the, how, how, the, people chalk it to, that's how guys are. And we are not held responsible, accountable, mm-hmm. accountable for our social acts. And we are trained that way. And for me, that is the most worrying part of it. We are trained that way as kids. We but hear it so often that oh, no matter how out here, and you know when those are kings and rulers, yeah, So we get socialized with it very early, and I think it is something that we need to be taught. We have to change it and understand that, Charlie. Guys have to also understand that. Look, it's not be only you that see they like. Plenty people they like. Everybody they like. Women say they like passive. Exactly, but it doesn't give you the right. To infringe on anybody's rights, it doesn't give you the opportunity to behave any way you want. No. But okay, so I have a question. Why do you think it is that way that the guys are not as criticized for following their dicks as much as a girl who would who would do the same thing a guy would do but would get so much backlash? Why do you think it is that way? Um, I think society. I think it's for me. Personally, this is no expert opinion on anything, so I want to make that explain. <laughs> but um, for me personally, I think it comes from the fact that ladies give birth. Yeah, pregnancy and the shape, I think, the I think, shaming quotes that it comes I think, with. I think it basically comes from the fact that ladies give birth. So the the basic the basic idea why I think it started from is the fact that the lady, if you go and do it, they will see it on your face, basically. Yeah. Do you understand? If you go and do it, they will see it on your face. They have this joke that there are no virgins in the maternity world. <laughs> if you go and do it, they will see it on your face. If the guy does it, it's not seen on his face. Yeah. And I think that's where the lack of responsibility and accountability starts from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, the lady is seen as some sort of custodian or some guardian of the sexual act. Who, uh, if if uh, if there's an effect, it's you it's that it will affect you. Would, yeah. Do you get it? So you have to guard and protect and make sure that 
only happens. But that's how it's supposed to be. The fact that one person shows the uh, consequences if it happens does not necessarily mean that the other uh, person, that the other person is not responsible for it. You see, and that's where the problem comes from. Because the the the, the, the guys are told. Uh, if you go and impregnate somebody's daughter, uh, you will stop school. How many guys actually go and impregnate their daughters and they stop school? Hmm. They insult them and then, hmm. and then and then and then they continue on going. <laughs> okay, they insult them. <laughs> they insult them and then they take the kids and then they continue going. Yeah. But the ladies, the lady's life to... is stopped for a while because she has to come and do the whole gestation period. Then she has to now come and take care of the kid for a while. Before, if she can mm-hmm. move on with her life, she can move on with her life. So, and more often than not, without any help from the impregnator. So, she, so you see, it, 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 it creates that culture. And in some of our really traditional societies, a lot of guys do it. And they will say their pregnancy is not mine. It's their mothers who went through the pregnancy and come and take care. So, they don't feel the effect whatsoever. Because they deny it. It is, the, it is the guy's mother... Who will say, yes, I know. So you bring a child, let me take care of the child, let me take care of that responsibility and all of those things. So a lot of people have grown up seeing it. And that scenario even gives them more, um, what's the word? It eggs them on to continue such a oh, lifestyle. Course. Because yeah. they know that even if they go and do it, oh, somebody, will somebody will take it. Yeah, their mom will collect. And what about the girl whose life is The girl will go to somebody else. Ruined, like, you know, so like there are so many you know? avenues that guys see like, for them, there are so many quote-unquote ways out. Hmm. Like a guy can be with a girl, like be with a girl. He knows that this girl is near the fire. They say pregnancy can go. Say, hey, you are cheating on me. I know Just because somebody. Well, he doesn't want to take responsibility. Exactly, and and it comes down to the fact that again, guys feels that there's so many ways out because it is not in my stomach. Hmm. You, you understand? And that is where the lack of responsibility comes from. Because for him, it is not in his stomach. If he if he acts right now, right now you tell him right now that you are pregnant, and he goes outside there and he picks a car to Togo, he goes to Benin. That's the end for him. That is it. It is not in his stomach. He's gone. Where would you see him? Do you understand? So that that natural situation, instead of creating a social construct that helps to protect women, that helps men to understand that uh, this makes women vulnerable, so protect them. It is not used in that way. Rather, we say you are vulnerable to protect yourself. That's what we, we don't care. Hmm. And protecting yourself <laughs> against <laughs> the very same people who do the same thing he did. Exactly. How then? How do you even go about protecting yourself? Exactly. So you see, that's that's the where the the problem stems from, in my opinion. That's that's okay. that's the root of it. Yeah, that's I mean, I mean that that actually makes sense. That actually yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, any final words? Um, this episode is actually. A series of episodes so this is a part one and we'll be doing a part two and this has been really interesting i've learned a lot i personally used to believe in the gray area because i used to make the excuses for guys for instance but i've learned that charlie that gray area actually doesn't exist <laughs> so and most of these reasons that they give me that i actually buy into are not really justified so um any last words any final words from yeah, of course, like it's it's a process, it's a better process yes. of yeah, exactly. learning things. So and I'm always open to things. new ideas that and will yeah. challenge my position. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's the most important thing for for all of us and for our project as well that we get talking. Sometimes people just need to to have their views challenged. Sometimes people just need to have 
have that conversation which makes them realize that okay something that i've been taking for granted is actually not the way it is so um we are glad for the opportunity to have this conversation on your platform and um that is our goal with the big silence campaign that we can get people talking the same way you've learned new things that other people will learn new things and that together we can have the conversations that will subsequently eradicate this this problem from our society all right um, <coughs> so this project break the silence by epicurea ghana is just it's, it's just something we we just started so we are still uh, mobilizing to get funds to get more people on board more serious and passionate dedicated people on board um we are open to help from all kinds of places all kinds of people um even though this conversation was uh, a little more skewed to heterosexual relationships um we want to state that uh, we also have the homosexual relationships and other all the other kinds of relationships that i can't mention or like i can't mention all for the sake of time all every relationship every romantic relationship here is also um taken into account um i think we just we we got a little carried away and then we and uh, we apologize for that <laughs> uh, no it's fine it's fine actually uh, so yeah we 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 might we might uh talk more on mm-hmm. the those kinds of conversations we'll have more people from all the demographics we intend to represent and help i actually have access to the lgbt community okay so, so i'll be having their president i'll be having a few of them on here okay yeah okay. so so um our website is epicuriagh.org mm-hmm. our email is epicuria at gmail epicuriagh at gmail.com and our facebook and twitter facebook is epicuria ghana twitter and instagram is epicuriagh at epicuriagh so okay so how about funding like assuming someone's to help in their Someone own way wants to help. yeah i mean send in some funding because i feel like some of these things require a lot of work yeah right? it, it and, is a lot and, of work and <laughs> any little help will, yeah will, will go a long way so, so um uh-huh. and in ghana like we we mostly use mobile money yeah which is like becoming uh, a global we platform. do we do have a yeah. mobile money account and we have a uh, bank account also but i think if anybody wants to help they could reach out to us via our social media so we can get talking and then we can discuss better Mm-hmm. So but is there a number to call? Uh, a number to call, yes, yes. There is a number to call. Mm-hmm. There is a number to donate money to our social media platform. So no. the number to call is it's zero two zero one seven five two zero seven nine. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. It was amazing <laughs> having you guys here. <laughs> I know Joshua traveled all the way from Teshi, which is like 30, 40 kilometers away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it, it, it's, it, it's nice having you here. And um, nice I, I, I hope you enjoy the day. In fact, um, I, was, uh-huh. I was hoping to lash you FIFA back, you know. Oh, it be another nice. time. <laughs> yeah so that's all that we have for today um i hope you guys enjoyed this and yes for those wondering i won i won most of the games that we played but you know he came back really good and he scored me a couple of games as well thank you so much 
hope to see you in the next episode